Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the Internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Coffee Break Italian, Season 3, Episode 14. Buongiorno a tutti, benvenuti a Coffee Break Italian. Io sono Mark. Salve a tutti, io sono Francesca. Come stai Francesca? Ciao Mark, sto benissimo, grazie. E tu? Direi che sto benissimo, anch'io. Bene, sono contenta. E sono contenta di essere qui nello studio, vederti di persona, che bello. È meglio farlo così e eh? non a distanza. Sì, 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 sì. We're back together in the studio for this episode and we are delighted to be bringing you an interesting episode on a new type of verb. It's a verb that we've come across almost as a piece of vocabulary many times, but today we're covering it in detail. Francesca, what are we talking about? Sì, finalmente è arrivato il momento di parlare del condizionale. Condizionale, so the conditional. Now, this is not a tense as such because the conditional refers to a mood, but we'll cover that in greater detail a little later. Ma bando alle ciance. Sì, dai, diamo inizio alle danze. So, Francesca, what is the condizionale? Well, as you said in the introduction, the condizionale is another mood that we use in Italian and we use it quite often because it's really useful to express politeness, first mm-hmm. of all, but also to uh, give advice, uh, to make offers and to say what would happen, what would occur if circumstances were different, for example. So to make hypotheses in a way. Excellent. So that, that crucial word there, would, and that's a really important word for the condition because that is how we would translate the conditional in Italian. Esatto, sì. Let's have some examples. Va bene, ad esempio, well, as you said in season one, we already came across vorrei, which is probably our very first experience of a conditional. So I would like vorrei un bicchiere di vino, per favore. Sì, una frase molto importante. (laughs) (laughs) And some more complex uh, sentences, for example, spegneresti la luce, per favore? So, spegnere, to put out, in this case, spegneresti la luce. Uh, Would you put out the light, please? Esatto, and this sounds really nice. 
polite as opposed to the imperative spegni la luce which comes across as more like uh, a strong uh, more serious in a way and slightly less polite esatto ok let's have another example dovresti studiare di più per questo esame yeah so dovresti you ought to so that's uh, dovere the infinitive, and there we've got dovresti, the conditional form. Don't worry, we'll be going through how to form the conditional in, si, in a moment. Si, si. But dovresti, you uh, should must, <laughs> you would must, or something like that, which doesn't work. So we, we can sometimes provide an alternative English translation for the conditional. You ought to study more per questo esame for this exam. Esatto. O eh, an, an offer, an invite. Verresti con me a teatro? So, verresti, that's from the verb venire, to come. Verresti con me a teatro. Would you come with me to the theatre? Sì, con piacere. <laughs> and one, one more to, uh, to explain the idea of uh, hypothesis. Con più tempo libero andrei in palestra ogni sera. Anch'io. <laughs> so, con più tempo libero, with more free time, andrei. From the verb andare, to go, so I would go to the gym in palestra ogni sera, every evening. Sì, perfetto, anch'io. <laughs> <laughs> Let's look at how we actually form this uh, conditional, because it's very similar information to the future that we've already looked at. Bravissimo, Mark. And if our listeners remember when we introduced the future tense, uh, we said it requires a little bit of effort at first, but it pays off because exactly the same changes and the same structure applies to the conditional. Esatto. Okay. Let's look at uh, an are verb then. See, this is really important because, uh, as it was the case with the future, with are verb, we need to make that key change to the letter A, guardare, which becomes A for phonetic reasons. Mm -hmm. So just as we saw guarderò in the future. Bravissimo. Then thinking about what we know about vorrei, this ending EI is what we're going to put onto the end of Guarderei. Bravissimo. I would watch. Guarderei un film questa sera, ad esempio. Okay, so guarderei. Let's go through the whole conjugation. Okay. Guarderei. Guarderesti. Guarderebbe. Guarderemmo. Guardereste. Guarderebbero. This is a bit tricky, the last yeah. one. Yeah, <laughs> okay. So let's let's think about what each of these means. So, guarderei, I would watch. Guarderesti. You would watch. Guarderebbe. He or she or lei would watch. Perfetto. And the plural, guarderemmo. We would watch. Now, we'll come back to that one in a moment. Bravo, sì. I know why. <laughs> Guardereste. Uh, you, plural, would watch. Guarderebbero. And they would watch. Let's hear that one more time. Guarderebbero. So the stress there is quite important. Guarderebbero. Sì. Guarderebbero. Let's also just consider our singular and plural informal versions here because they sound very similar. Sì. So the two form, guarderesti. Guarderesti. And the voi form. Guardereste. So just one difference there. Sì. Guarderesti tu and guardereste. Voi. 
at the end. Okay. Now, I said that we we're going to come back to the noi form, the guarderemmo. Francesca, what's going on here? Yes, I think you are referring to the similarity with the future, because mm-hmm. uh, if we think again back to the future and uh, we want to say we will watch, there is only one M of difference between the two verbs. So, we will watch. Guarderemo. We would watch. Guarderemmo. Now, you'll, you'll hear there that Francesca's making a, a bounce on the M, but also because of that double consonant, the, the vowel sound changes ever so slightly. Sì, esatto, Mark. In the future, guarderemo, because there is no double consonant, we can say that we can drag that E a little bit longer. I, I'll exaggerate a bit. Guarderemo. <laughs> don't, don't, don't say that, because that sounds really strange. <laughs> don't follow Francesca's advice It's just for our listeners to realise that they have enough air in the lungs exactly. to drag that uh, vowel as much as they want. But if they try to do the same thing with the conditional, it's impossible because we also need a little bit of air for the double M. Mm-hmm. So we need to keep the vowel E very, very short to allow for a longer M. Guarderemmo. Guarderemmo. So it's the difference in a sense between the E sound of the future and the E sound of the conditional because of that double consonant there. Obviously, this will change ever so slightly depending on where you are in, uh, in in Italy. You might hear different accents, different pronunciations. See, as always, we were actually talking about that uh, in uh, the first uh, episode of the new series of the magazine. Of course. Uh, the episode on uh, Italo Svevo and Silvia would say Italo Svevo. Esatto, <laughs> so. esatto. So there we have an ari verb, guardare. Let's take prendere, an eri verb. The great news is... Same endings. Excellent. So, I would take. Prenderei. You would take. Prenderesti. He, she or lei, you would take. Prenderebbe. We would take. Prenderemmo. You, plural, would take. Prendereste. And they would take. Prenderebbero. Benissimo. Okay. What about an ire verb? Uh, Dormire. Dormirei. So, I would sleep. What about you would sleep? Dormiresti. He or she or lei would sleep. Dormirebbe. We would sleep. Dormiremmo. You, plural, would sleep. Dormireste. And they would sleep. Dormirebbero. È facile. È facilissimo. Sì, sì, sì. Now, there's more good news because as learners who have already covered the future tense, the fact that the conditional uses the same endings is great. That's great news. Sì. But there's also even better news because all of those future stems that we learned for irregular verbs are used also with the conditional. Exactly. This is really two for the price of one. Absolutely. <laughs> so let's think about some of those. Uh, we had uh, essere. How do you say I will be? Let's, let's give our listeners some time to think about this. I will be is? Sarò. So now we know the conditional endings we can make. I would be. So we keep that irregular stem, sar, and we just add the uh, ending for the conditional, sarei. Sarei. Okay, let's do the same thing with avere. Um, So uh, you will have in the future. Avrai. So the two form, avrai. Let's apply our conditional endings. Avresti. You would have. Okay, now we've also 
seen Valeri. We know what Valeri is already because that's to want and to say I would want, we know already. Vorrei. So looking at that, let's go the other way. How would we say I will want in the future? Vorrò. Okay, so we can now see that what we know of a conditional already, vorrei, can become a future by changing the ending from the conditional ending into the, the, the future endings. Sì, esattamente così, Mark, bravissimo. Shall we do a, a couple more irregulars, Francesca? Okay, va bene, maybe uh, the, the three modal verbs, which mm-hmm. are quite useful in the conditional. Esatto. So we have seen volere already, uh, dovere. Yeah, so to have to, to must, if you like. Sì, or should. Yeah, so this has got this special translation for, for dovere in the conditional, which would become then... Dovrei. Dovrei, dovresti, dovrebbe, dovremmo, dovreste, dovrebbero. Perfetto. E potere? So that's to be able to, um, and therefore we would make that into... Potrei. So again, using the same stem that we use for the future, potrò, that would become potrei, potresti, potrebbe, and, and so on. And potrebbe is a word that we've probably come across before. Yes, this is so useful again when you are asking for something in a polite way. Uh, potrebbe is really, is, is really nice and polite. Uh, for example, potrebbe aiutarmi, potrebbe darmi un'informazione, potrebbe dirmi dove si trova uh, via primo maggio. <laughs> <laughs> esatto. Okay, so potrei... Potrebbe and, and so on. Another verb I'd like to add in here is sapere, to know, or in this case, sapere fare qualcosa, to know how to do something. Mm-hmm. Because I think we can also use this in that polite request for information. Oh, sì, sicuramente. So we could say, mi saprebbe dire dov'è via primo maggio. Sì, esatto. E io potrei dire, ah, mi dispiace, non saprei proprio. So, non saprei proprio. I wouldn't know, I wouldn't really know, I wouldn't actually know. Sì. Benissimo. Okay, I think we'll see more of these irregular stems with the conditional as we go through our conversation and as we look at further examples of this. Sì, ce ne sono molti nel dialogo. (laughs) Perfetto. Okay, we'll be back in just a moment with that. In addition to the podcast version of Coffee Break Italian Season 3, we are also putting together a full course on the Coffee Break Academy, where you'll be able to access bonus materials to help you make even better progress with your Italian. That's right. Not only will you be able to enjoy an ad-free audio version of each lesson, we'll also provide a bonus episode in which we'll go through every detail of the dialogues and a third episode for each lesson in which Francesca will be testing us with some translation challenges based on the lesson topic. Of course, there are comprehensive notes and a video version of each lesson too. Visit coffeebreakitalian.com and follow the links for season three there. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Okay. 
Welcome back. Today we are focusing on the conditional, a very interesting verbal mood which allows us to talk about what would happen and so on. And it's a great mood, it's a great verbal structure to be polite in, isn't it, Francesca? Si, si, exacto. I really love the conditional. I think it adds that extra bit of... Uh... Uh, yes, as you said, politeness and also awareness of the language in a way. Absolutely. We see it in in very formal, not very formal settings, but these kind of formal settings like the one that we're going to experience here in a, in a doctor's surgery. Si, 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 un nuovo scenario. <laughs> so what's coming up in this conversation? So in this conversation, we see la signora Martinelli, Mrs. Martinelli, who has not been feeling too well recently for uh, a number of reasons. She's Mm -hmm. a bit stressed out. She's tired. Okay. So a very common situation. Um, We should very much stress that we are not medical professionals. Therefore, please take this conversation solely as a a language exercise and some examples of uh, the, the conditional rather than any kind of medical advice. That's safe enough to say, Francesca. See, 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 it's really important. We are linguists uh, and we're not uh, (laughs) doctors. So this is just uh, obviously a fake uh, scenario, nothing to do with uh, uh, reality or medicine. But one thing you can be sure of, if you have any symptoms of not fully understanding the conditional, they will be resolved with this conversation because you'll get lots of examples of it. Sì, sì, una cura perfetta. Okay, ascoltiamo. Va bene. Buongiorno, signora Martinelli. Buongiorno, dottor Rossi. Come sta? Io bene, ma lei piuttosto? Eh, da un po' di tempo non mi sento bene. Ho un malessere generale, mi sento debole, senza forze. Vorrei essere più attiva e dinamica, ma non ho proprio energia. Potrebbe prescrivermi qualcosa? Signora, prima di prescriverle dei farmaci, dovrei capire bene di che si tratta. Certo, ha ragione. Da quanto tempo si sente così? Ma direi da un paio di mesi, forse tre. E ha detto che ha una sorta di malessere generale e che si sente debole e senza forze, giusto? Sì. Altri sintomi? Sì, dormirei sempre e berrei solo caffè. Signora Martinelle, ma quanto caffè beve? Solo tre o quattro al giorno. Fortunatamente riesco a controllarmi, ma ne prenderei molti di più, mi creda. Non sarebbe una decisione molto saggia, signora. Lo so, dottore. Senta, ma al lavoro come va? Non saprei. In che senso? Nel senso che ultimamente sono un po' stanca e ho perso l'entusiasmo. Non le piace più? No, non direi, ma faccio gli straordinari tutti i giorni. Tutti i giorni? Ma lei deve smettere subito. Eh, lo farei volentieri, ma... Ma? Ma il mio capo non capirebbe. Signora, lei è stressata e rischia un infarto se continua così. Le prescrivo subito due settimane di riposo assoluto. Grazie, dottore, ma preferirei andare al lavoro. Le dispiacerebbe invece prescrivermi dei farmaci? Non se ne parla nemmeno. Lei ha bisogno di riposare, ma non capisce? Potrebbe venirle un infarto da un momento all'altro. Al suo posto andrei subito a casa 
chiamerei l'ufficio per spiegare la situazione e poi mi metterei a letto. Ha ragione, dottore. Dovrei ascoltarla questa volta. Dovrebbe ascoltarmi sempre. Lo so, lo so. Senta, dottore, mi farebbe un altro favore? Mi dica. Chiamerebbe lei il mio ufficio? Mi sentirei più tranquilla così. Una richiesta un po' insolita. Normalmente non lo farei, ma per lei farò un'eccezione. Ora però vada a casa. Grazie, dottore. Come sempre, non saprei cosa fare senza di lei. Okay, so, as we said, we are not medical professionals. Please don't take any of that medical advice from the doctor, played by me, um, <laughs> as, as medical advice. But let's focus on the conditionals in, the, in this conversation. Francesca, what happened? As we said before, uh, we have uh, la signora Martinelli uh, who has an appointment with her doctor, il dottor Rossi, uh, because she hasn't been feeling too well recently and uh, she's basically without uh, energy. And as any doctor would do, he asks her a few questions in order to, to get to know what's happening a little better. See, and she goes on to explain that she would basically uh, sleep all day and just drink uh, coffee because of the, the tiredness she's experiencing, experiencing. And yeah, she drinks three or four coffees a day. Not too bad. <laughs> mm, well, I mean, three or four episodes of coffee break a day is fine, but I don't know. That's maybe a little too much caffeine. But again, we're not, <laughs> we're not in any way passing judgment or, or, or medical professionals here. Not at all. Things at work are not great either for a senior Martinelli. Yes, as we said, she's tired, she has no enthusiasm at all, and she works overtime every day. Gli straordinari. Poverina. Uh, so Dr. Rossi thinks immediately that she should stop this uh, very, these very long hours. But uh, Mrs. Martinelli, she argues that her boss wouldn't understand. Yes, that's what she says, but uh, il dottor Rossi thinks that uh, la signora Martinelli is kind of at risk of a heart attack, so he insists on her taking two, two weeks off work. Yeah, I think she would prefer to take some medicine instead of taking some time off uh, and continue with work, but the doctor disagrees. He, he tells her to go home and phone her office straight away to see that she is not able to work. And eventually she also agrees that she understands that the doctor is uh, uh, right. <laughs> But this is a bit funny. She asks the doctor if he could phone her work. Yeah, um, maybe it's only in there for the use of potrebbe. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> so could he, could he phone her work? And he says it's, it's an unusual request, but he, he would do that for her. Yeah, il, il dottor Rossi è veramente gentile. <laughs> <laughs> so there we have our conversation. We'll be going through that word for word, word by word in, in our uh, bonus episode. Um, but for now, that's almost it for this episode. Sì, è quasi tutto, ma Mark, ricordati, c'è ancora una cosina. Eh, cos'è la cosina di oggi? Oh, la cosina di oggi è una frase che mi ricorda l'infanzia e penso tutti i bambini italiani o tutti gli adulti italiani pensano alla loro infanzia quando sentono questa espressione. Eh, qual è? L'erba voglio non cresce nemmeno nel giardino del re. Right, so l'erba voglio... Non cresce nemmeno nel giardino del re. So, the grass 
I want. Yes. <laughs> Voglio. Non cresce nemmeno. It doesn't even grow nel giardino del re in the king's garden. Sì, perfetto. You'll need to explain a little more. <laughs> I know, this probably sounds a little bit strange, but it's a common expression we use in Italian to teach children not to ask for something by using voglio and using vorrei instead. Okay. So not even the king can can say I want for his grass to grow uh, in his, uh, or for a specific grass to grow in his garden. He also has to say I would like, vorrei. Francesca, potresti spiegarci un po' la, l'origine di questa, di questa espressione? Um, apparently, in, uh, in the distant past, there was a king, uh, I think in Florence, uh, who saw some nice flowers in the forest, in the wood, and he wanted those flowers to grow in his garden. So he asked his servants to, uh, to transplant those flowers in his garden, and they were not doing too well, and every day he was saying... I want these flowers to grow um, in his garden, but nothing was happening until a magician, I think, uh, uh, went to speak to him and he told him that he just had to be kinder and speak to the flowers in a nice way <laughs> and say, oh, vorrei. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Excellent. So now we know to always uh, try and say vorrei rather than voglio. It's always a little more polite to, to use our conditional in that way. Vorrei rather than voglio. Sì. L'erba voglio non cresce nemmeno nel giardino del re. Sì, forse la signora Gloria usava questa espressione. Uh, With that, let us leave this episode. We'll be back soon with another episode of Coffee Break Italian. We hope you've enjoyed it. For everything you need to know about Coffee Break Italian, head to coffeebreakitalian.com. For now, grazie mille e alla prossima. Ciao, ciao. You have been listening to a Coffee Break Languages production for the Radio Lingua Network. Copyright 2022, Radio Lingua Limited. Recording copyright 2022, Radio Lingua Limited. All rights reserved. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a four-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code Program.